Welcome to WKJP News Radio, the podcast that talks about the 90s sitcom news radio one episode at a time. I am your host, Jordan, and here with me, as always, is my lovely wife, Kayleen. Today we'll be doing something a little bit different. We did our season two wrap-up episode last time, so this time we will be talking about the summer of 96, which occurred between (laughs) seasons two and three of news radio. (laughs) That is oddly specific. Okay. Well, (laughs) it's just a very, I thought we were just talking about the 90s for some reason in general, but no, just three months (laughs) from 1996. That's right. Our podcast is oddly specific. I guess so. A married couple talking about a 25-year-old sitcom. I guess so. Why not not even (laughs) narrow it down a little more? That's right. So Kayleen, I like to ask at the top. Oh, yeah. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm tired. This is the worst time of year. You know this. I'm the worst version of myself. That's not even true. Not worst version, but I am the uh, most stretched version of myself in September and May. Yes, I was going to say. September is bad. May is also bad. (laughs) January is a little bit tricky because I have the switch over. Sure. And the holidays are tough as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Living. Living. Being alive as a person is tough. Yeah, yeah. Check on your teacher friends. Yeah, that's right. Just, just tell them they're doing a good job. Right. Otherwise, I'm okay. Nice. I started doing yoga a little bit again. Good. A little. You were telling me about doing uh, boats and canoes. Shallow oh. boat, deep boat. What is it called? Boat pose. Boat pose. Boat pose. Yeah, that's not a fun one. No. That'll make you realize how weak your abs are pretty quickly and then it'll make you the next day realize where your abs are very quickly yep uh how are you jordan i'm doing okay this is a hard time of year for you too it is because i'm supporting you during your difficult time of the year (laughs) i was gonna say because you don't like it when the seasons change that's true i had a moment this past weekend when i realized like oh i need to up my vitamin d dosage because the lack of sunlight or the waning sunlight is catching up with me. So like every time, every year I need to like increase it in the fall and decrease it in the spring. That's always so funny to me because you are not an outdoorsy person anyway. So like my, I think my body doesn't know that my brain's not outdoorsy. (laughs) Like you would think that you need to up your vitamin D dose because you're not getting it from the sun, Right. but you're not getting it from the sun in the summertime anyway. Maybe you're just nearer windows. (laughs) I'm getting, I mean, yeah, everybody gets more sun in the sure. summertime unless you're literally living underground in a bunker. I guess so. But to me, it seems marginally different. I wouldn't say you go outside much more in the summer than you do in the winter. Okay. <laughs> All I'm saying is I up my vitamin D and my brain feels better. So you're, you're sad. Yeah. You have seasonal affective disorder. So sad. So sad. You have a happy lamp too, don't you? I do. I need to bust that out because I don't use it during the wind. I don't use it during the summer. Yeah. Hmm. Also, update on a previous episode. I bought myself a little something that was also kind of a treat for Kayleen. Treat is a very, very I know, liberal like, word. More underwear? <laughs> I bought myself some cologne. Oh, yeah, that's right. But you don't wear enough of it. I do wear it. Have you been wearing it? I wear it almost every day. Honey, I don't smell it. I just don't want to, like, drench myself. Oh, my gosh. I don't want it to be too much. I share a small office with another person. 
I don't even smell it. Okay. <laughs> I do. I wear it every day. I think that's great. Yeah, it's nice to smell nice. Can you tell them what you wear? I, I thought I made it clear I wear cool water. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was really bearing the lead. After but, our discussion a I few mean, episodes back. I know, but if we have any new listeners... <laughs> We had a lengthy discussion about uh, David off cool water a few episodes ago, and mm. I was reminded of how all the girls in junior high and high school liked that. Including myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was never, never had enough money of my own to buy it. But now I'm an adult, and I did. <laughs> I bought like an ounce and a half spray bottle for like $20. I know. I was like, it probably is not very expensive, nope. is it? <laughs> nope. But it does smell nice. You should wear it more. Okay. Okay. Wear, wear, more, wear of more of it because I I don't think you have a sense of how much cologne you really have to wear to be that type of person who people can smell like you may be right after I, they leave the room I do two spritzes no you need to do like five five up it to five I'll go I'll go to three and see if things change four final <laughs> offer on the weekend you can do four and I'll let you know if I smell it I put some on last night before I came to bed. Nope. Didn't smell it. And not at all? Not at all. And I have a very sensitive nose. You know that. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe your body absorbs it. <laughs> it, it rejects it. It like bounces off your Maybe body. it does. <laughs> it just slithers down my chest. <laughs> this isn't for us. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't do this. I remember I did smell it when you first got it, though. It smells great. Good. It makes me feel like I'm 16 again. (laughs) That's the idea. (laughs) So I also like to ask at the top, what have you been watching lately? Oh, gosh. So last night, I had this memory of a show that I watched that was really good and really kind of creepy and weird and had a really great twist at the end. And I couldn't remember the name of it. Um, And so I... I had to look it up. I couldn't go to sleep until I found it. And so the show is called Behind Her Eyes on Netflix. It was a Netflix show. I feel like it was about a year ago that it came out. And I'm Absolutely sounds like a Depeche Mode song. I'm going to watch it again. And I want you to watch it with me. Okay. Watch the first... It's six episodes. Watch the first one with me. In trying to remember it, though, you already sort of gave away the twist to me because yeah. you were like describing it to me as if we had seen it together right and you were telling me all these details and I'm like I have no idea what you're I talking about I thought we had seen it together I still think though that if we watch it because I feel like I was just stream of consciousness like blathering at you so I don't know that anything I said even made sense I don't even remember how much of what I said is actually <laughs> accurate oh, okay. so I might have been remember like I might have been combining things together um let's just watch the first episode together okay so I'm not watching that yet, but I'm going to watch that. What else was I watching? Oh, they did a season of the Junior British Bake Off. That was very adorable. I still prefer the adult version, but the kids are quite cute. It is sad. They cry, though. Like, they cry. But you know what, though? The adults cry really easily, too, when they get kicked off. It's funny. I don't feel any sympathy for the adults, though. (laughs) Like Seeing them cry doesn't make me feel like, oh... But then I see a little kid cry, and I'm like, oh, that kid's feeling real big feelings. You know what's funny? I'm the exact opposite for really? some reason. Yeah, the kids, I felt a little like, tough luck, that's life, kid. 
Whereas you see a 40-year-old woman crying. Or like, like a, yeah, a 60-year-old man who's crying over his croissants. And I'm oh. just like, oh, hon. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so that was cute. And can I say what I've been listening to? Sure. Because I don't really want to recommend it. But I've been listening to, there is a podcast called... Do you want to save it for recommendations? No, because I just said I don't want to recommend it. Oh, okay. Because it's trash, but it's good trash. I mean, it's the trash I like, and I'm I'm like a trash panda. (laughs) I'm a connoisseur of trash. Um, It's called, I think it's called Girls Next Level. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, see, I know. I don't want to recommend it, but if you were like me and you were very into Girls Next Door and like that show, it was a... On, I don't know, probably a decade ago, um, it followed Hugh Hefner and his three girlfriends at the Playboy Mansion and just their crazy antics and whatever. And the podcast is Bridget Marquardt, I think is her name, and Holly Madison, two of the girlfriends. And they're just talking about what it was like filming that show. Mm. Um, right now, they're just doing they're going to do some sort of like what we're doing, just like a follow every episode and do an podcast about each episode but right now they're doing just kind of a prequels mm. of like how did they get to come to the playboy mansion um what was it like being one of seven girlfriends yeah um what was the money situation like what mm. was the bedroom situation like and i just find it fascinating because you know the line between prostitution and a relationship of convenience is very gray. Yeah. There are many different modalities yeah. of uh, companionship, sexuality, exchange yeah. of resources. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was expected that they would have sex at least like twice a week. Like they would have sex nights and it was known that like Wednesday night, you're going to have to do this. And if you don't, no one's going to force you, but you're going to get kicked out of the mansion. Mm. And like, that's just, you know, yeah, like that's fair. You're an adult. You can choose. You don't have to have sex. But if you do, then you're not, or if you want to be part of this, right. you're going to have sex mm-hmm. if you want to move in and become a girlfriend. And they had so many rules, like they had to be in the mansion by nine o'clock every single night and they had to appear at like appearances and things with him and they had to go out for dinner and go to clubs and, but like there's no actual, in my opinion, <laughs> feelings or romance it felt like a business relationship almost and like Hugh Hefner needs to be seen and surrounded by beautiful 25 year old platinum blonde women and these women were like okay I'll be that Mm -hmm. and he gives them a weekly allowance and like I just find it fascinating yeah and yeah I don't know I can't get enough of it so I've been really (laughs) I've been really enjoying that podcast I think Playboy in general I just find the idea of Playboy interesting like the legacy and the lifestyle and everything about it, I just find interesting. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Cool. That's a little bit of what I've been listening to, I guess, and watching. Sure. Sure. I haven't really been watching much of anything lately. Um, I'd finished Superstore for the right. third or fourth time. Yeah, yeah. Um, really good series finale on that show. It just really oh. wrapped up everything very nicely Yeah. in a very, like, pleasant way that little like picnic scene at the end yeah. it's just like oh and everyone lived happily ever after kind and sometimes of. you just need life to be like that uh yeah especially you know? at, when the season is ending in 2020 like right yep that's yep. what i needed i need a happy ending yep 
so I finished that up and um, haven't been watching a lot on my own, but I want to talk about something you and I watched together. Oh, gosh. Do you remember the last movie we watched together? You know, we watch a movie and then I immediately forget it. Uh, really? Oh, one. I don't know. No, Saving Silverman. That's right. Yeah, we watched Unforgettable. That <laughs> no, that's what I was actually, as we started, why when you turned it on, I was like, I've never seen this. And then about, what, a half hour in, I yeah. was like, no, I've seen this. <laughs> So Saving Silverman was a movie that I saw in the theater with my then girlfriend, Mm. my now friend, still friend, Angie. Oh, okay. And I just laughed like a hyena (laughs) through most of it. Um, And yeah, I just had really fond memories of it and I haven't watched it in many years. So I Mm. thought, oh, this is a nice, light, frothy (laughs) movie for us to watch together. What did you think? It was exactly what that movie is supposed to be. Exactly. Like yep. I wouldn't say it necessarily held up. No. Like I, I think we, I think we finished it, and I was like, "All right, don't need to see that again for another decade or two. Oh, if ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that was good. Okay. Yep. But so the premise is that um, these three friends, Jason Biggs, Steve Zahn, and Jack Black, um, have been friends since high school, and Jason Biggs ends up in a relationship with a really horrible woman. And so they basically need to convince him not to see her anymore. And so they end up kidnapping her. And Yeah. I mean, it's just like slapstick. You know what it really reminds me of is the Farrelly Brothers movies. Mm. Like there's something about Mary. Like um, what are some of the other ones? I'm, Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. I don't know. Directors. Is that a director? Is yeah, that writers? The, yeah, the two brothers who would make kind of raunchy comedies in the 90s. So Is it like Dude, Where's My Car? No, it was more gross than that. <laughs> so like there's something about Mary is pretty gross. Sure. Dumb and Dumber is kind of gross in its own way. Um, huh. Was Me, Myself, and Irene? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, it's a, it reads a little bit like one of those, except maybe a little bit less gross you know i've blocked it out already i don't even remember it (laughs) i don't even i honestly yeah jack black is gay in it oh spoiler alert oh yeah big spoiler (laughs) (laughs) if you're in need of a very like stupid belly laugh that would be a good movie to watch if you were like stoned Mm, yeah you know you're just like i just want to eat Cheetos and yep. like drink a soda and laugh yes. and be like, this is stupid. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Or I guess drunk would work as well, but yeah, stoned seems better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Should we get into the nineties? Let's do it. The, the three months of 96. Yo, it's the nineties. So I basically want to break this into three parts. Okay. The first will be music. The second will be movies. And the third will be a game I've got for you. Wow, you've prepared a lot. Mm-hmm. So. So just for clarity, 96, I would have been in eighth grade, I want to say. Sure. Going that would have been the grade? summer before eighth grade. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So the summer, you going into sixth grade. That's right. Okay. So what were you doing about this time? Do you have any specific memories of the summer before eighth grade? You know, middle school was rough. And, it, and you know, and I didn't even have that bad of a middle school experience, but I just feel like 
um, I was probably riding my bike a lot to friends' houses. That was the age where I started, we started having boys at parties at the same time. Um, Or like we would play night games with boys. And, you know, I was interested in wanting to kiss a boy. Hmm. (laughs) Um, I feel like my friend relationships were probably pretty tumultuous. Like we're friends one day and then the next day we're not. And then me and another friend is going to leave another friend out when we go to the mall. And then the next week they're going to leave me out when they go to the mall together or go to a movie or whatever. Um, I probably was like, I was really impatient about getting my period. (laughs) I remember that. Which didn't even happen for another few years after that, right? No. Oh my gosh, no. No, I I got it the first day of eighth grade. I thought you were late. That is late. That's late? Eighth grade? Yeah, that's pretty late. There are girls that get it in fourth and fifth grade. Oh. Yeah, eighth, eighth grade is, I mean, not like. Okay. It's not you know, doctor level, like something's yeah. wrong. But so that was the thing on all my girlfriends' minds was, do we have our periods yet? Um, little did we know. <laughs> we were so excited to get it. And then we're like, wait, this is it. Wait a minute. Forever. For the next 30 years. Um, 40 years. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So summer 96 was the first summer so summer 95 was the summer we moved, and so summer 96 was the first summer where I was in all-day daycare because I was not quite old enough to stay by myself when my parents were working sure. all day. Yeah, no, I got to stay home, and I'm pretty sure in the summers. Like, I can't imagine. I don't think I had a babysitter. I don't remember that. Mm. But I went to a place where I actually met some very good friends. That's where I met Angie. <laughs> so yes, yeah, that's when I got to know her. Mm. Um, and she and I became friends. Actually, I think I was one of the only like male kids my age, but mm. there were like three or four other girls. And so I was super good friends with their clique. They let me into their clique, which was pretty nice. Oh, Yeah. Um, so I don't have any strong memories of that. I guess I just would have been spending my days there. And any culture I imbibed, I probably got through them because I didn't have a ton of friends or I got through like the cool like counselors. Yeah. Which looking back, you're like, those were 10th graders. <laughs> I think these were more like 19 year olds. Okay. Yeah. But they seem so worldly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they were like just out of high school probably. <laughs> right. Or just finishing high school or whatever. Yeah. All right. Should we jump in? Yeah. Okay. So I identified some music from that fateful summer of 96. I don't know why it's fateful. It just felt felt like the appropriate word. I'm just going to play you some songs. All of these cracked the top 10 that summer. They were not all necessarily number ones because that's not necessarily the most interesting. But I've got a nice like selection here. I'm going to play you one and you just tell me if anything comes to mind. All right. So starting off the summer we had... This is like hurdle. No idea. <laughs> that would be The Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony. I don't remember this. It was a huge song. 
I did not have any memory no. of this whatsoever. It kind of came to me like later that this was a really big song for people. Huh. I mean, yeah. we were in the Midwest. Maybe it didn't hit the Midwest. I think that's probably it. <laughs> Maybe that was more of a East Coast, West Coast song. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember it getting played on the radio, but I just wondered if you had any memory of it. No. I'll meet you at the crossroads. No. No? Okay. How about this one? Um, give me one reason to stay here and I'll turn right back around. <laughs> that's right. That uh, would be Tracy Chapman. Oh, that's Tracy Chapman? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. I have no memories of the, of this song associated with my childhood. Sure. But I recognize this, like, riff. Yeah. Might be a cover. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Maybe this is a good song. It is a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might like Tracy Chapman. I do. I think for a long time I didn't think I did, but then the more I listen to her music, I'm like, no, this is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will never not associate Tracy Chapman with the um, the mix CD that Michael Scott makes for Daryl. When he tries to, when Daryl claims to not know what rap is, and Michael makes him a mix CD that includes Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, <laughs> which is also a great song. Uh, yeah, that, that's the song I think everyone thinks of when they think of Tracy Chapman. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Next up. This is one of those songs that's no. like two different songs, so I wonder if I can find the one that sounds more familiar. That's How Do You Want It by Tupac, Casey, and JoJo. It also got mashed up with California Love. I feel like I was too young for these. I remember seeing this music video mm. on MTV. And, like, the music video is, like, a spoof of uh, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. So it's, like, post-apocalyptic, like, leather and bikes and, like, flames and stuff. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, what is this? (laughs) This is grown-up stuff. Uh, I don't know about this. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know that song. You know the song, California Love. No. Okay. That's the one I got mashed up with. Okay. Really, that that rendition didn't do anything. <laughs> no, that one didn't. That one didn't hit home, Jordan. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right, try to do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's one I know you know because we just talked about it not that long ago. Oh. Yeah, Eric Clapton, right? That's right. Uh. I don't know the name of the song, though. That would be Change the World. Oh, yep, yep. My parents my, were super into Eric Clapton. I was going to say, my dad so liked Eric Clapton. Yeah, my dad listened to Eric Clapton, so I think that's the only reason I knew yeah, any it, Eric Clapton. It was also the theme to the movie Phenomenon. Do you remember that movie? No. With John Travolta? No. I don't know that song. Fair enough. Next up, 
You might not know this one. What a R and B. Yep. Let's see if I can skip ahead. Is that Mariah Carey? No. That would be Tony Braxton. Oh, okay. You're making me high. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tony Braxton was a very big name in the mid to late 90s from what I remember hearing on the radio. Felt like she had a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, I feel like I know that name, but like I couldn't tell you one Tony Braxton song. So her top, oh yeah, her top Spotify song. Unbreak My Heart. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's <laughs> now a that I classic. Say that, right? Classic. Yep. Unbreak My Heart. Oh, my God. Did I accidentally play say it? Say you love me again. It's just as beautiful as ever. <laughs> Isn't it funny when you, like, you'll, re- like, my brain will just be like, oh, I know those lyrics. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. Next up, this is one from somebody who has not stuck around in the popular imagination, but I have a feeling you'll recognize this riff. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Do you know who this is? (sighs) I love you always, forever, near and far. We'll stick together. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know the name of who did it. Donna Lewis. Oh. I couldn't have said that name if you put a gun to my head. That's that's such a bad expression. Well, it's also true. If it's not a good expression, it's, it's evocative. It's and violent and ridiculous and unnecessary. There is no way that I could have yeah. conjured that name from the depths of my brain. But that to me is like very late nineties. That's to me is very late nineties. The kind of poppy music that you hear on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very bubbly. I mean, I still like it. And now it just feels like shopping at the grocery store at 2 (laughs) a.m. I mean, I'd still listen to this. If this were on the radio, I wouldn't change it. You know, I wouldn't either. (laughs) All right. Last up. Kayleen, are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Without further ado. The Macarena? That's right. This was the summer of the Macarena. Oh, all right. This has put so much in perspective now. <laughs> oh, I bet I went to a school dance and did the Macarena. Now, Kayleen, tell me, where were you when you first heard or did the Macarena? I mean, I'm picturing my middle school gym. <laughs> yeah. I think we actually learned this dance in my gym class. You know, as you say that, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, if I were a gym teacher, I would teach this dance. Like, that's just a cultural skill. (laughs) That's right. I heard this from my friend Ed on the school bus. All right. Thanks, Ed. Yeah. I was convinced it was margarita with the pizza, (laughs) and he told me it was not, and that there was a dance to it. And if you can imagine, you know the Ed I'm talking about. Yes, I do. If you can imagine sixth grade. I can easily imagine him. Showing me. The Macarena. (laughs) On the school bus. 
<laughs> so, and that's why Jordan is the way he is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of the skeleton key, I think. <laughs> All right, I actually have two songs for you. Oh, shoot, yeah. So when you said we were listening to songs from, like, my middle school years, there were two that immediately came to mind, and so I had to look them up to see when they came out. Now, you're not, like, jumping ahead so that you're stealing from what we'll do at the end of season three, right? No. No. This is actually an earlier song. I thought they were 96, and I was wrong. They were 93 and 92, Terrific. So they're more like when I was in, what, third, fourth grade? Just just becoming familiar with the concept of cool. Ah, sure. <laughs> and what is cool. So there were two songs in particular. I remember one time the radio played them back to back, and luckily I had pushed play on my <sighs> tape player, so I got them both recorded back to back. Nice. So this is the first one. Hang on. Oh, and they're by the same band? What? Really? I wonder if that's why they played them back to back. I'm waiting with bated breath. All right. So here's number one. Bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> The theme to cops. I remember hearing this song yeah. and being like, now this is cool. <laughs> yeah, so the radio played that song. Now who was that by? Uh Inner Circle. Okay. And then they played this song immediately after. And I remember hearing this song and being like, this is sexy. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, I'll make you sweat. Ooh. Girl? Getting hot in here. I'm going to make you sweat. Hmm. Hmm. I'll make you cry out. What? They're playing this on the radio? Is this legal? Yeah. Yep. This is also by Inner Circle. Okay. Learning. I never would have known. No, same. Ooh. Kaylin. Jordan's blushing. <laughs> Listener, you have to imagine a bunch of like 12-year-old white kids in a gym in the Midwest, <laughs> like swaying to this. Girls on one side of the gym, boys on the other. Kaylin's tugging at her collar. <laughs> Bead of sweat running down her forehead. <laughs> Anyway, those are just two sort of like formative songs for me. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, now I learned today. I was today years old when I realized they're by the same band. Inner Circle, the one and only. I know. Maybe I need to get an album or something. (laughs) I'll make a Spotify playlist. So now we will move on to the next portion, which is movies. Okay. And here it's going to be kind of a lightning round. I'm just going to hit you with the name of a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of go in order of release mm-hmm. throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell me anything you remember about it. Got it. All right. You ready? I am. May 26th, Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise dangling from the ceiling. I don't think I ever saw it. 
But I remember people like losing their shit about that scene that was just like, how did they do it? Because doesn't he like fall and then he like almost hits the ground or something like that? Could be. That's yeah. That and the color red. <laughs> That's yep. literally all I got. I couldn't. You took the words right out of my mouth. That is all I know as well. Yep. Is that iconic theme music. Yep. And him coming down on wires into like a safe or something. Yep. And I don't think I ever saw it either. Yeah. All right. June 9th, The Rock. No. You never saw The Rock? No. This is where they have to like break out of Alcatraz or break into Alcatraz or something. No, when you say Sean The Rock. Connery. No, I think of the guy. You think of Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. But yeah, this yeah. is like The Rock, meaning like the island of Alcatraz. Right. No. I think I tried to watch this once a few years afterward with my cousin and it was. It didn't happen. No, it was too adult for me or something. Hmm. All right. June 16th, The Cable Guy. Uh, I can picture the cover immediately because Jim Carrey is holding like a broken wire up. Doing one of his Jim Carrey faces. Yeah, I remember, I think I did see it. I remember just thinking like at that point, I think Jim Carrey had already done like Ace Ventura and maybe even The Mask and things like that. So he was sort of dumb and dumber maybe already. All three, yep. Yeah, so he was kind of the slapstick guy and super goofy. And then I remember that movie came out and everyone was like, this is creepy. Like it's yes. funny, but it's like yes. creepy and kind of scary. Yep. And I just was like, huh, what's this? And I think I did see it at some point, but was like, I prefer the goofy yeah. <laughs> Jim Carrey. I think people don't quite realize how long the cable guy was a punchline. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a punchline for years. Like Jim Carrey should be ashamed of making the cable guy. Oh, or like, huh. I bet he regrets doing the cable guy. Huh, that's, we should add that to our list. Of sh- I'd like to watch that movie I've again. never seen it. We should watch it. Yeah. Maybe it's terrible. My understanding of it is like Jim Carrey is a creepy cable guy who tries to befriend Matthew Broderick. I have no idea. Write it down. Okay. Make, start making a list. It's, it's here. Okay. June 30th, The Nutty Professor. <laughs> uh, I've seen that movie a lot of times for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, Eddie Murphy... Big fat suit. Yep. Um, Jada Pinkett, right? Really? Yeah, I believe I believe she's the female lead in that. Um, yeah, I remember thinking it was really funny. I believe this is one of the first ones where Eddie Murphy plays like a bunch of different roles. Yes. Like as his family or something. Uh, I don't know if he does. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He does play a bunch because I remember, oh, my God, I just had a memory of my friends going, Hercules, Hercules. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. I honestly do get that confused with Flubber. Yeah, which that's Robin Williams. was Robin Williams, but they were both played by Jerry Lewis in the 60s, right? They're both remakes of movies from the 60s. Right, they're Disney movies. Yeah. I don't think I ever saw The Nutty Professor. Hmm. At that daycare that I went to, childcare, all day childcare, um, I know that they watched it, but I have no memory whatsoever of it. Hmm. All right, here's one. Oh, I referred to this earlier. Phenomenon? No. Does that ring any bells for you? No. John Travolta gets hit with like a beam of light or something, and it awakens like the other 90% of his brain he doesn't use, so he's able to, to like develop. 
Which we now know is not true that we don't use like, and then I remember like that being a really big thing. Like you yes. only use three percent of your brain. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. So then he develops like super abilities. Like he's mm. able to like read a. I remember he reads a Portuguese dictionary, like Portuguese English, and then he can all of a sudden like speak Portuguese, hmm. <laughs> and he can like break stuff or move stuff with his mind. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Um. Eric Clapton's that song was the theme song for Phenomenon. I remember we watched Phenomenon as a family, the four of us, hmm. and I remember liking it. That soundtrack also had Sheryl Crow's "Every Day Is a Winding Road," <laughs> and that was the first time I remember hearing that song. Being like, I like this song. Yeah, Sheryl Crow's good. Yeah, that's good. Now that I look back on it, it took me years to go like, oh yeah, that whole thing was kind of a veiled reference to Scientology, right? <laughs> like unawakening your hidden potential oh, and okay. like unlocking the powers of your mind. <laughs> were there any Thetans? Uh, not that I remember, although they were like, everybody in the town was like, did he get visited by aliens? That's a Thetan. Maybe. Right? Isn't my saying that right? Thetan? Thetan? Thetan. The brain aliens. All right, I know you know this one. July 7th. Independence Day. Oh, I cry every time. <laughs> Even now, like if we watched it, I would cry when he gives that speech at the end. That's right. We will not go gently into that good night. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> when you the say... Whole, the whole world joins together. Yeah. Today. We'll, like, we'll no longer be an American holiday. Today. Deserve Independence Day, and then he flies the jet onto the end. Yeah. Oh. When you say the word blockbuster, honestly, I think Independence Day is the movie I think of. Yeah. I think I saw that in the theater with a boy. Ooh. I think. I don't know. Maybe like a group of friends, but a boy was there, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I, I feel like I saw that movie in the theater. I remember being scared of those aliens. They were scary. Like, they were well done enough that I was like, this is... This is not a Muppet. <laughs> that ain't no Muppet. Yeah, this ain't Jim Henson over here. <laughs> I'm more familiar with Jim Henson's work. Um, and Brent Spiner, who plays Data. Oh, yeah. It, and they kill him. Yeah. The aliens do. Or like they speak through him. We should watch that one again, too. You know, we watched both of them. Yeah. Uh, a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Will Smith was great in that movie. There's there like a good lineup of people in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big fan, big fan. I like Independence right. Day. It's a good one. Nice. Uh, June 21st, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. You know, of all, I was a really, I was kind of a Disney girl. I liked Little Mermaid, Aladdin, Lion King. Like, I owned the soundtrack to Lion King and I listened to it all the time. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame, I never got into. Now I had a couple of friends that liked it. And then, like, later on, they played the songs for me. There are some pretty inappropriate songs. Like, there's a priest who sings about um, how Esmeralda is, like, a temptress mm. and how he's, like, she needs to die because I want to have sex with her so badly. I mean, it's not – they don't use those words. But, sure. But then there's – oh, there's another one called uh, – I think it's called, like, God Bless the Outcasts. Mm. And I remember being, like – thinking it was a very beautiful song. Mm, interesting. <laughs> and now I'm a little like, that's kind of cringy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have any memory of that. I don't know that I ever saw that the whole way through. Mm -hmm. um, apparently it was regarded as one of like the darkest Disney movies yeah. ever released. Yeah. 
I think this was definitely like a low period in the Disney mm. universe. Mm. On July 26th, Kingpin. Oh, Woody Harrelson? Yep. Um, I remember watching that or seeing it. Probably not when it came out. But I remember seeing that when I was too young to really understand like what it was about. Yeah. I still don't really remember the plot of it, but I Bill Murray as well. Is this about bowling? It's like Woody Harrelson goes and like finds a guy who's really good at bowling, but he's Amish. And so then he takes him around to like win tournaments or something. Okay. I think I tried to watch it a few years ago and there were just a couple of scenes right at the beginning that were just so gross that I was like, Can't, I'm not in the mood no, for this. No. no. Hmm. Yeah. All I remember is that uh, Woody Harrelson has a hook for a hand and he's got a rubber hand that he kind of like sticks over it. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I, I didn't see that when it came out for sure. Hmm. On August 2nd, Matilda. Oh, I love Matilda. I still love Matilda. I've watched it many times. Plus, I love the book. I adored the book. I didn't care for the movie quite as much because I, at a really early age, I was one of those, like, the book is better snobs. <laughs> you were born one of those snobs. I probably was. <laughs> yeah. Bears. The book was better. Yeah. I, I really like Matilda. Um, I just like, it's a great story mm-hmm. and it's. The the movie isn't as good as the book, but it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. That was one that got a lot of play at my summer daycare. Yeah, that's a cute name too, Matilda. It is a cute name. I haven't ever had a Matilda, I don't think, or met a Matilda. I have. You could call her Tilly. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like... Maybe we could get a dog and name it Matilda. That's the dog that Jonah was in love with. On Superstore, remember they tell that story about how Jonah was like in love with the family <laughs> dog. That was Matilda. right, and they're like, he wasn't really in love with the dog. Like he wasn't gonna marry the dog. I feel like one of our kids went to school with somebody with another kid, and that kid was named Matilda. Mm. Or I've like met a very small child named Matilda, but I don't remember. Mm. All right, here, here's one. Uh, August eleventh, Jack. Robin Williams, and he's a little boy who's growing really fast. Doesn't he grow like like four like, times the rate? Yeah, like he's like he's actually ten, but he looks like he's forty. Yeah, yeah. That movie was really sad, actually. Oh, really? I remember being sad about it. Yeah. Oh, I have no memory of it. I sort of like it's one of those movies where you know the premise and you feel like you've seen it, even though you haven't, because it's yeah. like, yeah, I can fill in. I, I can fill it all well, in. Well, I just think, I think the ending of it is sad because then it's like, he's... They're 15 and he's 60. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they're 20 and he's... Yeah, like he graduates from high school with them and he's like... Oh, that's... And he's like 80 years old. I must have seen clips of this because yeah. I, I can imagine him like delivering the speech. Right. At graduation. <laughs> yes, yes. Like I'm pretty sure if we watched it, I'd cry. But... Hmm. All right, two more. <laughs> and I wonder if you've got anything to say about either of these. Uh, August 25th, The Island of Dr. Moreau. No. Does that ring any bells not for at you? All. No. So, I've heard of it, but I don't, I have no memory or I've not seen that. It's based on a short story by H.G. Wells mm-hmm. where he writes about this island where this 
scientist is conducting experiments where he hybridizes human beings with animals. Mm. Um, I actually know it best from, there was a Simpsons Halloween of horror parody of it. Mm. Um, oh yeah, that's right. I remember. Yep, about? I do. Yep. Yeah. I think <laughs> this was a huge flop, notably just like complete failure at the box office. Um, it had, Marlon Brando in one of his later performances and the rumor was that he wouldn't even learn any of his lines but he insisted on having like an earpiece where they would just like read him the line and then he would say it oh my gosh <laughs> last one September 1st The Crow City of Angels no I liked um later in my life maybe in high school I saw The Craft and I sometimes get The Craft confused with The Crow I understand yeah they're both pretty <laughs> gothy yes but one is like goth girls and one is a goth boy yeah 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 I I get it I get I get The Crow franchise confused with um The Undertaker from wrestling because they both have <laughs> they that kind of white yes. face paint stringy black hair yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, that's kind of creepy, but kind of cool. <laughs> My cousin from Greece was into all these, like, serious heavy metal bands. And I remember thinking, like, they all looked vaguely like The Crow. <laughs> <laughs> like, just a bunch of really pale dudes with stringy-ass hair. <laughs> like, kind of gross and scary looking. All right, that's our tour of all right. the cinema of 1996. All right, we've done music, we've done movies. Are you ready? For the game? I'm ready for the game. And then I'm ready for bed. Great. All right, Kayleen. Mm-hmm. The topic of this game is the summer of 96. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm going to give you 10 events. Okay. In order. And I need you to answer the question. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Question number one. June 10th, a variety talk show hosted by this female comedian premieres on NBC. Rosie O'Donnell. That's correct. It's the Rosie O'Donnell show. For some reason, I just remembered a few weeks ago that Rosie O'Donnell had a show for quite a while. Oh, yeah. And it was very popular. I actually watched it occasionally because it was on right when I got home from school. Yeah. I was kind of a latchkey kid where I was just like by myself for an yeah. hour or two until my parents came home and like I would just watch, eat a mm -hmm. snack and watch TV and that was what was on a lot of the time. Yeah, not surprisingly, um, Kayleen, big fan of the talk shows in the 90s. Like yeah. I watched Montel Williams. I remember watching Phil Donahue. The Ricky Lake Show, Jenny Jones. Oh, so that's that's some real trash. Are you surprised? I mean, no. I, I my parents would flip out if they knew oh, that yeah. I watched that. Um, Maury so Povich. I, so I never watched that. I, I watched Maury. I always felt like this is not something good kids watch. I wasn't a good kid. I was. <laughs> that's why we. That's why we match. That's why we complement each other so yep. well. But yeah, I. I have not thought about those shows in a long time, but I have watched a fair amount of talk shows in my life. Rosie O'Donnell, her show was very harmless. It was oh, very yeah. like yeah. family friendly. Yes. Do you remember the big controversy with Tom Cruise? No. Was it Tom Cruise? I have no idea. Oh, he made he went on her show and he made some like crack about her weight or something, and mm. then he had to come back on and like apologize to her. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, in the 90s, it was, like, acceptable to make fun of fat women, like, to their face. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, that was just, like, a standard joke. Kind of like two men kissing is a joke. Or, like, you were talking about before, a man in a dress was just like, oh, that's just gold. Yeah. A fat woman, she's fat. Terrible. Shame on her. (laughs) Rim shot. (laughs) Okay. Question number two. June 15th. This singer, known as the quote, first lady of song, and the, quote, queen of jazz, dies at age 79. I love Fitzgerald. Very good. Okay. I just was reading a book where they mentioned her, one of her other nicknames was Lady Ella, hmm. and I didn't want to include that because that no, gave be away the answer. Obvious, yeah. Question number three, June 23rd. Are you ready for this? In the, quote, King of the Ring event, this pro wrestler wins and delivers a speech debuting his famous, quote, biblical catchphrase. I mean, wrestler. I mean, Hulk Hogan. Okay, think late 90s. <laughs> think mid to late 90s. Who is the big wrestler? Randy Savage. Is it these, Am I getting too, like... No, you're you're getting closer. I mean, I was not a wrestling fan at all, but no. I had good friends who were. And if you were a boy in the late 90s, you heard. See, I was not a boy in the late 90s. But you were friends with boys. But not that type of boy. <laughs> that type of boy was in your class and was probably yelling about this wrestler at some point. I have no idea. That would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yes. Austin 316. That's right. Yep. Yep, yep. Yep. I Yep, you're correct. You just can't, you couldn't have escaped it. No. People wore his uh, t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I saw his bald head on a lot of t-shirts <laughs> yep. in middle school. Question number four. July 5th. This animal was the first mammal to be successfully cloned from an adult a sheep. cell. Sheep. Dolly. Very good. Dolly I remember, the sheep. I remember that very clearly. Yeah. I remember it being like, Oh my God, we can clone things now. We're going to clone humans. It's all falling apart. <laughs> the funny? Technology is here. The future is now. Oh no. I know. Well, and I, I mean, I was a child obviously. So like I didn't really understand that it was just a genetically identical sheep. It wasn't like they got put into a cloning box and one came out exactly like the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the other, like, I imagined, like, even an identical genetic clone of me would not necessarily look like exactly like me, correct? I mean, not exact. It would it would look very, very similar to you. It would look like your identical twin. But it would be younger. Like, well, yeah, of course. Right. It would like, be a baby now. If it, yes, yeah. yes. And, like, I couldn't. And and even then, like if if that version of me took better care of her skin when she was younger, like right. you know, or you know, whatever. So I feel like, or you know, gained or lost more weight than I did. I just am like, in my head, I pictured it being like, oh, and I look in the mirror, and there's another one of me. And like, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. No. <laughs> um, not surprisingly, my family was pretty religious, and this was a, this is a oh, real like frightening sure. idea, like. 
oh my god, what what have we wrought? Which is We're so playing funny. God. Now, I mean, you can take the egg of a woman, the sperm of another man, put them together, put them in a tube, put them in a third woman, like just crazy, mm-hmm. you know, the number of things that we can do. Actually, I believe you could do that before Dolly was cloned. Really? I that, that test tube babies were oh, I guess late so. 80s. No, I guess you're right. I just maybe I'm maybe it's more magical to me now because I'm a parent and I <laughs> and I have friends that have gone multiple friends who've gone through IVF and things like that and I'm just like yeah that's a freaking miracle it is that's amazing question number five July 9th the U.S. Senate approves a ninety cent increase of the minimum wage bringing the total up to <laughs> probably not much less than minimum wage now. <laughs> I'm going to say six fifty an hour. Oh, too high. That would be $4.25. Holy shit. Wow. So in 1996, it was four twenty five. Since 2009, it has been, do you know the current minimum wage? Isn't it like $7? seven dollars Seven twenty five. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> During most of the time when I was working minimum wage jobs it was 550 and then i remember it got bumped up to yeah. like 575 yeah. or something like that i remember my first job i think it was like i got like 650 an hour or something like that yeah and that was in the early 2000s okay late late 90s i guess early 2000s question number 6 okay so i should say that a lot of the like big events of the summer especially in the united states had to do with the summer olympics mm-hmm. do you know where the olympics were held Salt Lake City. Good guess. That was the Winter Olympics a few years later. Um, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> I just picked. I picked somewhere warm. Can you imagine competing <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona in August in the, in the summer? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Atlanta. Okay. So I was in Nashville at the time. No, I was not. I was saying you said you moved already. I did say I moved, but I was in. Nashville during the run-up to it. And mm. so Nashville was very jealous of Atlanta. Mm. Um, anyway, so I had to, like, pick my, <laughs> which one am I going to do from the Olympics mm. for questions. So this incident at the Summer Olympics in Atlanta kills two people and injures 111 others. Was there a bomb? Wasn't there a bombing? There was. There yeah. Was the Centennial Park bombing. I totally forgot about that, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, a lunatic named Eric Rudolph set off some pipe bombs. Awful. I know, just awful. And one person was killed by the debris, and then one person had a heart attack running over to help. Oh, God. Isn't that awful? Ugh. I know. In lighter Olympic news, <laughs> question number seven. Michael Johnson set a world record in which Olympic event? Uh, some, like, race. Is it a track thing? Is it running? I will give it to you. That's correct. The 200 meter, he set okay. the world record. Wow. I forget what the exact Good job. number was. Good job, Michael. Yeah, but any time an American athlete sets a world record, yeah, it's like a big deal. Question number eight. August 15th, this man becomes the Republican nominee for U.S. president. Oh, this is embarrassing. Um, is it um, Bob Dole? 
That is correct. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Yep. I just remember people were making pe- people making fun of him. Yeah, like he was just easy to make fun of. Yeah, and he talked in the third person. He did. That was yeah. kind of the joke that people. <laughs> I remember that on SNL, like Bob Dole doesn't blah blah blah. <laughs> I was gonna say if you didn't get this right away, my hint to you was going to be The Simpsons because they parodied Bill Clinton and Bob Dole with mm. Kang and Kodos later that year. Okay, if you remember. King and Kodos, the aliens, take over the bodies of Bill Clinton yes. and Bob Dole. We're exchanging like part protein strands or something like That's that. Right. Like, why are you guys holding hands? Oh, gosh, that was a deep cut from my brain. I remember that. That's right. We must go forward, not backward. backward. Upward, not forward. And, and whirling, always whirling toward freedom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, because like no matter who wins, like one of them is going to take over or whatever. Well, I believe I'll vote for a third party candidate. Go ahead. Throw your vote away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I could do that all night. I know. I, I, know. I still want to, like, I want a dollar every time you reference The Simpsons. <laughs> Question number nine. August 28th, this couple is legally divorced in London. Oh, uh, Princess Diana and... Charles, Prince Charles. That's correct. I've watched a lot of stuff about Princess Diana in the last couple of years. They had that movie with Kristen Stewart and like, yeah. Yeah, the whole, the podcast I really like um, called You're Wrong About did a whole series about Princess Diana. Do you remember where you were when she died? I do. My mom and I were going down to Iowa to visit my aunt who had just given birth to my cousin. Mm. I was at my grandparents in South Dakota. Okay. Yeah. I remember being like, oh, that's sad. Yeah. But also like. Not quite understanding it. Yeah. I was reading a little bit about how there was a whole, there was a whole to do among the royals about how Princess Diana should be referred to. Right. Because she was no longer Royal Highness. Right. Um, she became just Diana, Princess of Wales. Mm-hmm. She was no longer considered officially a royal mm-hmm. whatever yep they're all just made up yep. bullshit anyway all right final question question number 10 and i'm i'm kind of sneaking this in on september 7th 1996 this rapper slash actor was shot in a drive-by shooting in las vegas is it tupac that is correct hmm I yep. didn't realize he died in Las Vegas. I didn't quite realize that either, but yeah, he was shot four times and then died six days later. Mm. That's, that was really depressing to learn that he lingered for that long. Yeah. All right. I did pretty good. Well, I think you did. Let me count those up. All right, Kayleen, you got eight out of ten. Hey. Not bad at all. Beautiful. I know a lot about the 90s, I guess. I guess so. All right, now we've come to the point in the episode where we recommend Kayleen. I do have a recommendation. Shoot. I thought of it earlier. Cutting your own hair. (laughs) You always make faces whenever I do my recommendation, but this is a good one. Okay, hear me out. So I have pretty long hair. I actually don't think I've had a haircut since... I mean, do you remember how I had one scheduled in like May and I gave it to you and our oldest? Yeah. Right? That appointment. So I don't think I've had a haircut in 
probably since like last February or January. It's been a long time. So my hair is getting pretty long and I like having a little bit of face framing bang situation going on and it had grown out a ton. And I was thinking last week how I really wanted a haircut, but the person I like is always booked months out. And I was like, I don't want to go to newbie and it not turn out, or I don't want to pay a ton of money. And then I, I still don't like it. And then I thought, Kayleen, you just want a few layers around your face. You have scissors. <laughs> hey, does it look bad? No. Yeah. Thank you. It doesn't look bad. Now, is it like great? No, but it was free. So <laughs> to be fair, you didn't cut that much. I mean, did you see the garbage can? No, I didn't. There was, there were some long pieces in there, okay. like four inches. I cut like a, an okay, okay amount. That's more than I thought. Yeah. So like. Not a lot, but... It was not noticeable. If you didn't tell me, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, so now I have just a few little face framey bangs around my face. <laughs> and, yeah. And then I was like, I should make an appointment to see my stylist. My God, that sounds so bougie, my stylist. But I have somebody I like, my lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I should make an appointment because I probably won't get in until, like, January. Yeah. And by that point, it'll be about time for me to cut my own hair again. <laughs> so don't be scared. Cut your own hair, especially if you're a dude. I know plenty of women who cut their husband's hair and they just use a trimmer. Oh, yeah. And they just use it on like the number two setting or whatever. I don't even know what that means. But. Yeah. I was going to say this is not exactly a revelation for men because like. Yeah, I know. So often I'm shaving anyway and I'll just like trim things up around my ears or like the back of my neck or like my yeah. hairline or no. eyebrows. Like I never cut my own hair ever. And it's because I had some bad experiences probably around the summer of 1996 yeah, where I thought like, oh, I'll just cut my bangs a little straighter. Oh, they're kind of crooked. I'll cut them a little straighter. All of a sudden my bangs are two inches long and I learned my lesson. <laughs> so they I, were no longer that beautiful <laughs> long waterfall. No, they were cascading five were, inches away from your face. They were a buzz cut. straight out of the forehead. So, yeah, I had some poor experiences growing up. Also, I feel like my parents really instilled in me, like, don't cut your hair, you know? Um, So I felt empowered the other day, and I just cut my own hair, and now I kind of want to keep going. No, I won't. So there you go. You cut our boy's hair. Yeah, the youngest one. I guess you don't cut the oldest ones here. You did when he was little. Yeah, <laughs> those bowl cut days. Those bowl cuts. I've gotten better. No, yeah, definitely. I've gotten better. Yeah, but so there you go. I told you the story about when my sister cut her own hair, right? Probably. Yeah, she came out of her bedroom and like it was nasty. <laughs> like she had this like long hair and she came out and like one half was like five inches shorter oh, man. than the other. Yeah. And the first thing she said was Jordan did it. <gasps> and so my Sinner. parents got me, just came, came at me hard. And I was like, I didn't do anything. I don't know what. <laughs> and like, I was really, really hurt by that. Like, oh the yeah. The fact that like, they just immediately assumed she was telling the truth. The fact right. that she like, like thought and to the, go there. Well, yeah. And the fact that like, she would, 
throw you under the bus yep. so quickly. And I, yeah, I know. I also thought like, well, am I such a rotten kid that like you just assume like, oh yeah, that checks out. Jordan must have done right. this. Like, right. Still have some hard feelings you can tell. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't cut her hair? No, I really didn't. <laughs> Look, I would cop to it if I did. It's, I think the statute of limitations has passed. <laughs> yeah, I feel like also it's just hair. I know. You know, I mean, hair is such an interesting thing. Some people have very strong feelings. It can be a cultural thing, you know, for some people. And like, um, you know, there are cultures where like you don't like you don't cut the kids' hair their first year of life, and like it's a yes. big. Remember, even our oldest, I felt I had big feelings about his first haircut and mm-hmm. like cutting his hair. Um, but yeah, I don't have strong. Like, I'll go to the salon and be like, cut five inches off, and then grow it all out again. All right. Oh my God. You just sent me a great thing on Instagram. I'm going to read it out loud because <laughs> it's so great. Uh, it's a tweet, right? Yeah. It's a tweet from Ellie Devine. Inside, I just, I, I identify with this strongly. Inside every woman is two wolves. One wolf wants long, gorgeous mermaid hair. And the second wolf wants to just chop it all off. There is also a crow pulling the tails of both wolves saying, get bangs. The crow is the most dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've been bitten by that crow many times. Many times. That's good. I thought you'd appreciate that. All right, what's your recommendation? Okay, I've got kind of a weird recommendation because I didn't really have one until just now. So uh, my recommendation is any instance where former cast members of Kids in the Hall get to act alongside each other in non-kids in the hall situations. <laughs> so I'm going to give you I two. I have no idea what you just said. So you know the kids in the hall? Yes. Right. Dave Foley was one of them. Okay. Uh, Mark McKinney, who plays Glenn on Superstore, was also one of them. Okay. Okay. In one of the last episodes of Superstore, Dave Foley makes a guest appearance. Oh, right. Yeah. And He's I, old. He is old. Um, and I really enjoyed just watching the two of them in scenes together because you can tell that they just have this like yeah. long comedic history. Sure. And so that is uh, an example of this thing I'm talking about. Another is later on in news radio. Who knows? Maybe we'll see somebody else from Kids in the Hall. Okay. And the final one I want to say is our oldest really liked a show for a while called Odd Squad. Oh, yeah. Do you remember hearing... Oh, yeah. About how much he loved Odd Squad. Yeah. There is an episode of Odd Squad. Really? Which is a PBS kids show that I want to recommend. It is called uh, Crime at Shapely Manor. Okay. So as a PBS kids show, obviously, like, it's, like, kids material, Mm -hmm. right? Like, uh, shapes, colors, numbers, that sort of thing. Uh, In Crime at Shapely Manor, it's basically a spoof of Clue. Oh. But it's got several of the former members of Kids in the Hall Hmm. acting in the different parts. Oh, that's fun. So I'm not going to say much more than that, except that uh, if you want to go see several of them acting against each other, that's a really funny episode. Hmm. I remember seeing it. He he got into Odd Squad very early in the pandemic. Yeah. And like... Just any sort of like a glimpse of like joy in the world yes. at that time yes. just made me light up. And that was yeah. one of them. So 
I'm looking forward to seeing how you um, synthesize that in the show notes. I have no idea how I'm going to do Great. it. Great. Well, you're a good wordsmith. This was before I think um, this podcast was even a a twinkle in my eye. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a I didn't have a Twitter account to jump on and tell no. the world. Everybody, kids in the hall <laughs> on Odd Squad. Odd Squad. Yeah, actually, it would have come across in that voice. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Keelene? No. So our next episode will be episode one of season three. Oh, gosh. Are you excited? I'm looking forward to seeing a new episode. I haven't seen one in a while because... It has been a long while. Yes. So the title of the next episode... Is a stupid album name? It, no longer. That Good. was just a season two thing. Okay. The title of the next episode is President. Okay. Mr. James is running for president. That's your guess? That seems like it would be, that seems like it would track for All right. him. Everybody note that in the records. Okay. <laughs> Alert the stenographer. Oh yeah. All of our dozens of listeners. Add that to the wiki. Add that to our uh, staff. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so we will be back with that episode, and I think that's it. And there you go. You have anything good to leave us with, Kayleen? I don't know. Smell you later. Smell you later, Kayleen. For WKJP News Radio, this is Jordan and Kayleen signing off. I forgot that. The theme music for WKJP News Radio is the song You Say But You Don't Know by the band Troubles Afoot. You can check them out on Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, or wherever you find new music. Special thanks to Uncle Keith for our use of equipment and technical support. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can reach out to us at WKJPPod on Twitter or Instagram. You can also email us at wkjppod at gmail.com. If you like our show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts to help us find other listeners like you. Thanks so much for listening.